Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I got no complaints. T-shirt and Timberlands, I feel fine. Um, yeah, so we got a lot of interesting stuff to talk about today. Of course, you got about the football season and uh, the NBA schedules coming out. So before we get into the NBA stuff, though, we'll start with football here. And, you know, we had an interesting conversation before the show about you personally wanting to boycott the season. Yeah, I'm not watching. I'm not watching. Why? Kaepernick doesn't have a job. I'm not watching. The blackballing is ridiculous. The the amount of just the fact that the owners are now coming out and saying they won't let him play or they don't want to let him play and they're sacrificing their teams with these bum quarterbacks. Oh you go out of your way to bring back Jay Cutler who had no desire to play the game at all and you, you ditch a dude who's already been to the Super Bowl who was one pass away from winning uh, a, a Super Bowl ring played last season on a horrible team. He's got good numbers, too. Yeah, he, he had a 16 touchdowns. I was about to say, they good things on a horrible team, and every owner wants to – like, once I found out that it was the owners shunning him, not the coaches, not the staffs. The staffs were, you know, willing to take a chance, and they recognize that they're just trying to win games. But the owners are sitting around talking about, I don't want to offend my rich friends, and the dude who owns the Giants – who brought back a kicker to a two-year a two-year extension? Yeah, a kicker who had beaten his wife, yeah, admitted that he beat his wife. Mm-hmm. Ray Lewis running around here like with with murder raps and dudes with actual convictions get to play, and Colin Kaepernick has to sit out. And I don't want to hear that he's a bum talk anymore because I've seen the people that they've put on these teams and they all suck compared to him. You have a, a player that sucks that shouldn't be starting. I mean, right now. just just Jay Cutler in general <laughs> to me seems to some not not even that Jay Cutler is that terrible of a quarterback, which he is, but he's not. I'm not saying he's so horrible, but the fact that he didn't even want to play, he didn't want to play. He was retired. They had to beat him in the head and give him ten million to come back. Are you kidding? He still needs to get his cardio up. Like, he even what, said it. Well, he said, like, oh, I have to be in the best shape of my life because I'm a quarterback. So, you know, I, I, I could be, like, basically half a shape, but I'll still be able to throw the ball around and stuff. But, yeah, I was kind of a bad look for him saying that because that, that tells me that you weren't really serious about getting back into football until somebody just called you and be like, hey, you want to play? Did we ever need anyone to tell us that he wasn't serious about getting back into football? I'm, he just made $10 million, B, for, for something he was not serious about. He also robbed the Bears in, like, so much money in so many ways. Like, literally robbed them. Like, think about the seasons that he had with them that no one wanted to play with. Like, all the players, you know, they say all the right things. Like, oh, he's a quarterback and that. But deep inside, like, they don't want to play with him at all because he just, like, he's not that good and everything. And, you know, basically, it, it's it's ridiculous. I, I, I don't understand. I really don't. Meanwhile, Colin Kaepernick is sitting there ready to play, willing to get it popping. Still in good shape, did bad, did good things on a bad team, and can't get a job. I'm not watching the NFL, B. I'm uh, not can't, doing you it. You can't look, 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 look. You can't tell me you got to boycott a season where it's filled with always drama. It's filled Watch with games. Me. Yeah, but just, just think, just think about this. If you're boycotting a season because of Colin Kaepernick, the people they won't care though. Okay, because they'll be like, oh, oh, you know, it's just another player who's gonna boycott him. Blah 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 blah. And everything. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's that's how. But see, 
The problem is, I think they feel like that about us now. I think they feel. I think they feel like that about us now. Because at first, they were just telling everybody that, oh, it's the fans. I don't want to upset my fans. I don't. We don't want to upset the fan base and all this other stuff. But then you think about it, like you don't want to upset the fan base, dude. You let women beaters and gunplay, drugs, DUIs, dog killers. People killers, like all kinds of people, people get killers. make their way back into the NFL and get <laughs> second chances. Did you just say people killers? Yes, yes. You you you've had those playing, and all all these people make it back in. Meanwhile, a dude who is guilty of no crime whatsoever. Yeah, he brought attention to something to a cause. He didn't hurt anybody. Oh yeah, yeah. One question. He didn't distract the game. Mm-hmm. He he sat down. He didn't make a bunch of noise. He wasn't standing on the side carrying a picket sign. He didn't throw the ball into the stands and protest every fourth play. Every fourth play, I'm throwing the ball as far as I can into the stands. Like He didn't do that. He's not protesting that. He's not disrupting the game. He's a, And meanwhile, we have to compare him to criminals Which to, to, to no highlight sense. how unfair it is that he's not being given a chance. And people are this offended at him sitting down. And those same people are absolutely quiet about the cause that he was bringing attention to. They're not donating any money. They're not like, you know, trying to bring awareness to it. Everybody's more mad at him for saying something than anything else. I just can't do it. I'm, I, you know, and I'm a Giants fan, but I can't do it. So you're I, not going to watch the Giants games either? I'm not going to watch any you're not gonna games. you going to watch preseason? I'm not going to watch any games. I, I will get that. the scores. No, I don't believe that. Watch me. I do. What if your friends invite you to a game and you're like, oh, uh, you want to come watch the Giants game? Then that's game? them watching it. Like, so you just got to be there and just look on your phone. No, no. Like, oh. I'm, listen, listen. I'm not saying I'm going to. What I'm, what I'm telling you is in my home. <clears throat> There will be no football played. On my computer, there will be no football Oh, played. don't tell me now, that. Now, if somebody invites me out, like, I'm, I'm still going to be good with the show because I'm going to check ESPN. I'm going <laughs> to see the highlights. But I'm giving so, my... So you can't... That means that you're still watching it, though. You're watching I'm giving highlights. my ratings to ESPN. <laughs> I'm giving... My, my clickbait is going on ESPN.com. I'm not going to NFL.com. I'll be on the Bleacher Report. I'll see... Um, the scores. I'll see the standings. I'll see who did what and how they did it. I'm here for all that because I got a job to do on this podcast. So I'm not going to be uninformed. But at the same time, I'm not kidding, dude. I'm not. I'm not watching. There'll be no football on in my crib. Somebody invites me over to their house, and football is on. I'm not going to tell them in their house to turn the game off. You know what I mean? I won't do that. I'm not that kind of guest. On the other hand, there will be no football viewed in my crib. Anybody who comes over to my crib asking to see the game, they're going to have to go someplace else. I'm not Are you serious? Oh, my gosh. That's I can't it. believe you're telling me that. You come to my house, B, you better be prepared to watch something else. What if, that's, what if you're the only place that has the, the time to watch? You then know, that has, everybody watch is asked out. <laughs> Y'all oh, are all going to be very seriously disappointed. I'm not watching any football if Kaepernick <sighs> does not have a job. The second he gets a job, the second he gets a job. What if he never gets a job? Then I'm not watching football. For life? Dude. So if he doesn't get a job for the next five years, you're not going to watch it at all? What if he gets a coaching job? Then he's back in the NFL. You're going to watch it? I'll watch then. What if he's a, what if he's a offensive coach or like a I, what, like if, quarterback coach? As long coach as the something? NFL is cutting him a check, I'll be cool. 
Say that Gabby's like general manager or something. But I, if that's what he wants, if he gets, if he gets what, listen, I'm standing with Cap on this one. First of all, here's okay. Here's another part. I can't believe number one that he was the only player taking a knee. Like I saw two or three other dudes do it with him. Like you yeah, know, surprised they didn't get. I surprised they didn't, they didn't get like. But it, it, yeah, like but. But here's no, the problem with them. Those players probably were on contract already, so they they, they weren't like risking themselves. Kyle Cap risking himself because he opt out. But but even that that even makes it worse. You're already under contract. Why not just do it? Why not just so, show solidarity? I saw women's soccer teams taking yeah. a knee. Or oh, NBA players yeah, doing I what saw, they got to do. Well, and, or but, something. But Adam Silver is different because Adam is the type of commissioner where he stands with the players and what they do. Well, and, that and, they in, in the NBA, they're not allowed to not. You know what I mean? Yeah, they would not, have to do something else. Yeah, they're yeah. not allowed to not stand during the anthem. They yeah. can't do that. But, but they could have found some other way to protest. Remember when they locked arms? <laughs> yeah. You know, they could oh, do something the, the, like the that. Sweaters with the hoodies right. and everything. So there's always there's always ways to protest, but I'm mad that nobody else is standing up with them. And it's it's obvious that he's being blackballed now. It's obvious. No, everybody knows that. That that, that you know, I, I wrote a Pierce article for one of my uh, Lifetime magazines, uh, and I wrote something about him being blackballed. And you know, it's just ridiculous because you see people that kill people or assault a woman and they're still on the team or they're somehow still on the team of people who kill people and um, this guy who's done nothing wrong whatsoever other than exercising his freedom of speech which is nothing wrong about that and now he has no job and for now they're gonna have a rally actually August 23rd mm-hmm. I think in front of the NFL headquarters uh, Spike Lee is doing the rally I'm down there too so oh you gonna be there? yeah I'm going so, so um, I actually want to draw by and see how, how that whole rally goes but um it's just interesting to see that a lot of people are standing for this and you see players now in preseason i watched preseason a little bit this this week mm-hmm. even though i had like a poor week overall because i have bad luck over everything whatsoever i don't know what happened this week for me <laughs> you know, shower breaking off and this and that and the head getting hit in the subway on the pole and damn dude i, I think it's the haircut man uh, he, I don't he, y'all I can't think it's see, the, but he's got his actor haircut. I, I, I think it's the haircut. I, I think it just gave me bad luck out of nowhere. Now maybe maybe something. You know, I always had this belief like if bad things happen to you in one week, eventually good things will happen to you maybe another week or something. So maybe like this that. is the warm up. May, maybe it is. We'll maybe see. This is your preseason. Maybe we'll see. But you know, going back to the whole football, uh, whole football thing, like. Preseason, I saw a little bit yesterday. Let me tell you something. There's some horrible quarterbacks that were playing in preseason. <laughs> like, for instance, Mike Glennon. So, so I was playing Madden a little bit, and um, I was just switching back and forth. I was gonna watch. I was gonna watch the preseason game with the Bears and the um, Broncos, mm-hmm. and uh, I switched the channel right. And then the first thing I see is he get picked off by the Broncos and there's a touchdown. And then I was like, what? And I'm like, you know what? I'm just keep playing. And then I stopped for a little bit of Madden too. Then the next time I, I switched back to the game, he got fumbled. And then I'm like, oh, my God, man. It just gets worse and worse for this man. And then they had the rookie come out, uh, Trubisky, who, who was a second-round pick for the Bears that they traded up to. He, he actually played pretty good. They had a preseason start. It was pretty good. Um, but then I heard something about Ryan Mallett for the Ravens doing horrible, too, apparently, in the preseason which is like the backup quarterback to Joe Flacco who's injured. They're not Kaepernick. And, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, these backup quarterbacks that are starting or, you know, getting into the role, like, they're not playing well at all. And mm-hmm. I'm starting to question maybe the owners are going to call Kaepernick eventually. That's why I feel like you should hold on to that boycott thing because the NFL season is so long that a lot of injuries can happen to these quarterbacks. And also a lot of these backups are really, really bad. Like, there's they stink. And – 
eventually Orange is going to be like, we just need somebody serviceable at the quarterback position. Just get Colin Kaepernick. The well, second he gets a job, but we, I'm just saying, I'm right back. But the thing is, the reason why I, I think it could happen sooner than you think is because of that. Because of the way the quarterbacks have been playing right now. That the owners are going to coach is going to start panicking about that. Even though it's only preseason. And it's always come, sometimes always a losing situation because you could go 4-0 and still have a horrendous regular season. But they also want somebody who's just prepared. Mm-hmm. And for Kaepernick, who's been in the league for like, I don't know, eight, nine years, I believe, mm-hmm. um, and who's been to the Super Bowl, who has a better resume than Jake Cutler, and most of these quarterbacks in the league, most of these starting quarterbacks, mm-hmm. I think he's going to get a call sooner than you think. But if he doesn't, it's because they don't want all that baggage that he has in terms of the kneeling down that he did last season. Yeah, screw that. And also that people are going to ask a question possibly throughout the whole season if he's starting. Like, oh, are you going to do this and that political stuff? Because you know how reporters are. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a reporter, but I'm not going to be asking him those questions. I know he's going to give me the same answer over and over again. So, And I hate when reporters do that. They ask a, a dumb question that you know that he's going to say. Like, right. you know how like they, they have a, like, after he has a heartbreaking loss? And then mm-hmm. before it's like, so um, how did you feel about this game? I'm like, well, what do you think he's going to feel? Gonna be, <laughs> I feel like it sucked. I know. What is he going to say? Like, I don't understand those questions like that. I feel like I want to die. How's that? So uh, when you guys fumbled the ball, what did you feel at that moment or something like that? And what do you think? I feel like we made a huge mistake, and I wish I could take it back. Or you blow like a, a, a 14-point lead or something. Like, yeah, uh, so how how did that happen and this and that? Well, yeah, you I'm know, not, like, I'm, like I don't understand why reporters ask that question. I know they want quotes and everything, but they're dumb questions. Well, the, the the point behind it is hoping that that player blows his stack right in that second, and you get the soundbite that you want. You want him to do something really, really ridiculous, so you get the soundbite off. That's that's. I'm sorry to say. I'm sorry to tell you, but that's the whole goal of a reporter who asks who will ask a player that kind of question. That's what they're after. They want them to say something really, really crazy. But they got to say it in a different way, though. They can't just say it like that. It's just say it in a more political qu- uh, question. Well, like, the, like the, you the know. more blunt, crude, and rude the question is, the more it feels like an insult to the player. And if a player feels insulted, that's when they go off. Yeah, like, the, I seen this thing on Top 10 when players go off on reporters. And one of them was Michael Strahan to the New York media about saying that he reads a bunch of crap on the newspaper. And he knows when it's a bunch of crap. And then there's like one incident with um I think Floyd, back, Floyd Mayweather back then when he's like you know because you know he's a defensive fighter and he's not really a knockout guy and the anchor went off on him or something like that. Yeah, it's he told just, him you never give me a fair shake. Yeah, yeah. That how about the one with Mike Tyson was standing up on the podium? Oh yeah. And one of the dudes in the audience, some member of the press, screamed, "Lock that animal up!" And Mike just started cursing at him and ranting and raving and talking about prison sex and all kinds of nonsense. Like Mike just went off. But when you insult somebody, this is the kind of stuff that comes back. And look at look at what we're doing right now. We're talking about those moments. Those reporters who, who made that happen, they created those moments. And it's kind of rare to see that from good reporters. Usually the good ones ask good questions. They're not like asking dumb. The, Al- the Allen Iverson. Oh, yeah, the Allen Iverson. Practice. Thing, yeah. yeah. Okay. That was actually a good question. It was because he didn't practice. Right. So that was like, actually a good question. And Allen gave an epic rant, but it was an epic rant based off of a good question. It was a fair question. It wasn't like some, some ridiculous question. 
that when CP3 went off during the playoffs. Oh, yeah, that's funny. He's like, are you asking me that dumb question? Like, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, what do you think I'm going to say? Yes, we expect to be back here. Or or the one where LeBron in the finals, he's like, so if you guys lose these home games, like, you know, you know the season's over. And he's like, well, you're a smart guy, right? What What happens when we lose two games? Yeah. Yeah, You lose? Yeah, I mean, like, like those questions, those are the dumb questions. Like, those type of questions. But you got the moment. Like, that's, that's part of the problem. They're not always, most of the... The questions that we're talking about, the answers that we're talking about, the answers that we remember, people don't really remember the the, the stat line answer. People don't remember really remember the well, you know, we played as hard as we could, and um, you know, things didn't <laughs> the really cliche work answers. Out. Well, even even if it's not cliche, man, we really got you know beat today. They beat us to the punch. They beat us here. They beat us there. <laughs> blah blah blah. But you know, we gotta we gotta research we got to come back we got to retool we got to blah 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 people don't really remember that as much as see now i just said that that whole little rant i just gave you right yeah. if i said now which player said that you'd be like i have no idea because it sounds like all of them yeah right but if i say we talking about practice alan iverson if alan i iverson. say what do you think cp3 yeah if i say you're a smart guy what do you think lebron, LeBron james yeah. if i say you know those people say that and they have to go home to their lives, and I get to go home to my life, and they're just going to be stuck in their lives, and I'm happy in my life. Everybody knows that's LeBron from the other playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, these or, are or, all... Or Russell Westbrook in the playoffs, he's like, next question. We're not going to answer that. Next question. See? Next question. Those are memorable yeah. answers created by either foul questions or very, very <laughs> good questions. Or Carmelo, his political answers always like, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we're trying to win this game and stuff on the like basketball that. court that's his favorite court. word and then or he's like yo come on man let's just like move on like, I don't know man I don't know I can't even tell you <laughs> well, yeah, that happened I don't even know on LeBron I remember LeBron he was going to 2011 finals when he lost to the Mavericks he's like uh, you know basically we actually did pretty well because we passed the bar around. I mean, we wanted to get somebody else going because, you know, he, like, pretty much choked in that whole finals. Like, I don't understand what that happened to him in that finals. But he's getting all that answer. Then he says something about reporter when he asks a question, and he's, like, retard, like, saying it quietly or whatever. And then it's just like... But see, we, we remember... People think reporters are stupid. No, they're not stupid. Their job is to get you to react. They want a memorable reaction. They want to be the guy who gets another... We're talking about practice. Every That's, reporter is And they're just doing that. their job, too. I think the, the great ones are the ones that ask smart, but, like, knowledgeable questions in and terms still of... still get that reaction. And still get the reaction, but the players kind of know the reporter probably at hand first, so they know they got to get some type of question like that because they're one of those good ones. Mm-hmm. But then you have the young reporters where they ask these dumb questions, and then they get blasted in front of everybody. And then he's like, hey, uh, you ever play football? Or I remember one time one of the runs like, you ever play football? And then the, the player's like, oh, no, the reporter's like, I play JV. And like, JV? You don't play college football or NFL or any of that stuff. Like, you're going hard on him or stuff like that. So that's why I felt like the Kaepernick thing is interesting because you say that you're not going to watch football because he won't, if he doesn't play, right? But then some of these owners think in their head, like, if they get this guy, the reporters are going to ask him those questions about the political stuff. And I know he said last season he wasn't going to do it this season, mm-hmm. but they're still going to ask him, like, you know, when are you going to do that or they can you do that that's stuff. Why, you, know, you know why I'm really mad the Giants aren't picking up Cap? Why? Because Geno Smith sucks and Josh Chance is, is like a— Geno Smith is on the Giants? You know, Smith is the, the backup. He's the backup for Eli Manning? I think they're fighting for the seconds against with Josh Johnson, apparently. Right that now. is disgusting. 
which we should talk about the Giants Moving too a little on, bit. But. My only reason that I'm, the main reason I'm upset that Kaepernick is not getting a job with the Giants is because I would love, love, love to buy a New York Giants jersey with the name Kaepernick on the back. Even for like a year? Yes. I'd buy two of them. Oh my God. I'd two love of them. to say that we have that dude. Like I, That's the other thing I don't understand. Kaepernick's jersey sales went up exponentially. When he started doing this thing on the 49ers, when people recognized what he was protesting, those jersey sales went through the roof. I remember a couple of times he was the number one jersey seller, a backup quarterback with the number one jersey in the NFL. Why would you pass up on And then he gave all those proceeds to something else, what to was, charity. What was he ranked anyway? Like I, the forget. Was I forget. It, I mean, because I know Brady was like number one. And I don't know who else was after I think that. Aaron Rodgers was three. Probably three. Yeah, Brady was number one because of the whole suspension thing, and he came back and he's like, you know, they won Super Bowl, whatever. And he's the price number one right now. I mean, number one, he's the the best player in the NFL apparently, according to the players of this he's year. Not the best. Well, that's what all the players because you know it's a voting thing, so he's they all the voted greatest. Brady. He's not the best. They think he's the goat. He's not. I mean, th- but that's the greatest. That's not the best. There's a comparison him between him and Michael Jordan out of the gold sports. Okay, well, I think that I think that's actually suspect because Jordan basketball is much more of an individual sport than football is, and they're both team football sports. Football is ultimate team sport. They're though. both team sports, right? You need the defense. You can go out offense and ball out and still lose and still lose. As a quarterback, you can sling hot. Iron Just all ask Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, period. But as Peyton Manning when he was playing with the Colts. Who I, who I, Aaron Rodgers, who I honestly believe is a better quarterback than Brady. Yeah, he so, has everything. Right. So I, I just, that's why I say I don't think he's the, he may be the greatest off of talent plus accomplishments plus a ring plus comebacks. You know what I mean? Like, I'll say talent plus accomplishments will make you the greatest. But I don't think he's more talented than Aaron Rodgers. I just think he doesn't have. He's got way more accomplishments than Aaron Rodgers. He's got more accomplishments than anybody. Well, yeah, because he's got like five Super Bowl rings, Brady. Right. And he's got two MVPs. He got four Super Bowl MVPs. He's like all pro, well, Pro Bowl like twelve times, I believe, in his career. Right. He's got a lot of things. But but the reason why they had that comparison in the first place is because this is a guy who came out of nowhere, was a six round pick, mm-hmm. and and uh, he was in a good situation. And he he took advantage of it, but he always. It's funny that people say, yeah, he's five Super Bowl and he's the GOAT, but he always gave his compliments to this defense all the time. Even the first three that they won, um, well, well, it was like well, him, he was a second year, and then he won in his fourth and then fifth. But he gave compliments to that defense a lot because he knew Smart that, man. yeah, well, you also got to be re- realistic. I mean, the defense really won those Super Bowls, those first three that they won. They really won the, the Super Bowl. He made the plays, but the defense, right. whoever the defense, he wouldn't make those plays. Eli Manning can say the same thing. Yeah, and Eli Manning always gives credit to defense and team sport. He's a team guy. So he's not got to be a guy like, oh, I did it myself or anything. It's always going to be about the team. And Brady's always like that too, mm-hmm. which, you know, like despite him getting all these stats, he always wants to preach about the team. That's why he always takes these, these pay cuts to get players on defense or offense or whatever. And they all respect him for that. And... Now you see now Brady's like taking command of the offense now. And if you think about it, the last Super Bowls that he won against Seattle and Falcons, the defense stepped up. Yeah. And all of them, literally. Yeah, crazy. One play in interception, which is the dumbest play I've ever seen. And then the other one was just, I don't know how the Falcons just collapsed, basically, because the defense just, they were playing dumb in the first half. And then telling Patriots defense stepped up in the second half, and then Brady just won it. Like, 
that was the Super Bowl that he won. And I know people say he could be the GOAT and everything, but I'm just saying I think it's a good comparison only because you've never seen a guy that who's also 40. He might have his best season this year for all we know. Possible. Even though he's on the Madden cover. So anything can happen. Yeah, we all know that curse, though. You think he's going to break the curse? I mean, we said before he might break the curse. And if he wins the Super Bowl, then, he, yeah, the curse is probably broken. There, there's also no um, – there's also no Belichick. Like, I mean, like, you got Belichick that you're not taking into account. Oh, yeah. I, it's not, I mean, same thing with Joe Montana when he was 4-0 with the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. We're not, we're, not, we're not – people keep forgetting that Belichick is here, too. He's not about to take an L just because of what a cover says. Well, he's He'll been he's been there to done that, too, with the Super Bowls. I mean, he's won two with the Giants, which some Giant fans, I think some forget, the young ones, they forget about that Belichick was part of the Giants staff when they won. And he oh, also coached the greatest God. defensive player of all time in Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, yeah. So he knows defense. And he knows, I knows, he knows how to make the best, even out of the players with all the problems and everything. If I could sit here and rewind the clock, and make it so that New York doesn't get rid of certain dudes. Yeah. Belichick yeah. would be coaching the Giants. Yeah. I think he wanted a Giants jump, but, you know, yeah. they had somebody else already oh, at the point. And, I mean, Tom Coughlin and Belichick were in the same on the same tree on the Bill Parcells. So they he would still be coaching the Knicks. Yeah. Uh, Pat Riley would be the GM because that's the job we gave him. And yeah. then we jerked him. And so he went to Miami. <laughs> He would be the Don Nelson would still be in the organization somewhere. Like all the people we've jerked that just ran off and went to greatness. Ah, it's depressing. But so you know, even more of a reason not to watch football. Oh so my god! So you so you want you don't even want to talk about the preseason today against the Giants. You're not gonna watch that at all. No, I'm not watching anything. I'm not watching anything. If I'm invited someplace and football is on, like I said, I'm not gonna tell people to turn the channel. I won't do that. If I'm sitting at a bar and football is on, I'm not going to stick my head in the sand or go sit someplace else just so I don't see it. I'm not going to do all that. I personally am not giving any ratings to the NFL. That's me personally. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, my God. Totally happening. Till I see... Till I see Something significant go on with this Kaepernick thing. I cannot sit around and just do nothing and act like it's all good. I'm not doing that. So I'm going to open my mouth and I'm going to make a mess. And we'll see how that goes. But I'm going to be vocal in the fact that I am not watching football until, like, with this blackballing happening. You can't blackball a woman beater. You can't blackball a dog killer. You can't blackball like domestic violence dudes but a dude who took a knee to stand up for uh police brutality and and non-police accountability that dude can't get a gig like a dude who's actually doing humanitarian work around the world he can't get a job somehow he's bad for the organization really but a kicker who beats his wife is okay to represent the nfl brand come on man if that's what it is, then that's a brand I don't need to be a part of. Thank God basketball season is starting. I'll just go watch that. You're disappointing me now. And there's always mixed martial arts, and I got a couple boxing things to look forward to. McGregor and Mayweather and um, what's it, Canelo and uh, Triple G. I'll be all right. You're disappointing me now with this stuff. Sorry. Because I'm like, 
I was gonna be in this in this podcast talking about the the preseason coming up and the Giants and Jets. I told and you I'll like, watch uh, the scores. I'll watch the highlights. I'm gonna watch ESPN. I'll see what's happening. I'll be able to hold the conversation. I'm just not watching the games. Cause you know Giants they play, they play today. They're not playing the starters. And there's a couple of things people should watch. Their backup quarterback because well we don't know what Geno Smith or Josh Chance is gonna be compete for the second spot. So they're gonna be playing, which you, you disgusted because you you don't want you want Geno Smith on the team. For all we know, he might play good in, in the Giants. I hope he does. I'm not. I'm not anti Smith. He could, he could be the future. You never know. Yeah, he's, he's young. Whatever. But that'll be that'll be bad on my part because we let go of him and he becomes like some Super Bowl guy and then we like come on. Yeah, he comes over here and pulls a Dak Prescott. Yeah, you don't puts, want that. Puts uh, Eli Manning out the pasture. Then the offensive line is interesting because for the Giants' offensive line, I think people have to watch today is and throughout the preseason really. Is Eric Flowers and if he improved or not? Because mm-hmm. because if he faces these guys and he gets blasted again, he's gonna be very <laughs> Eli Manning. Now the good thing about this probably for Geno Smith is that he's elusive. He's not like Eli Manning who stands in the pocket. He actually moves around and everything. So even if Eric Flowers does like mess up, he could go around whatever. Um, then you got the wide receivers. They're not playing today the core, but the other young players are stepping up. So we're gonna see if they're gonna be in that situation with the other core. To be part of that group where it's four or five wide receivers mm-hmm. and then uh so you gotta look at i believe it is the tight ends which is interesting because ingram is not playing but so you still got will Ty, who i picked up before in fantasy football last year who just i don't know why he's not consistent he has one game where he looks good and then one game looks horrendous mm-hmm. and the giants never really had tight end like ingram so will Ty and you know, those guys are going to be competing for the tight end position. So, it's just minor things against the Steelers. And it's not anything crazy. It's only a first preseason game. Now, Eli's not playing, of course, because I guess they just want to, like, he's getting older. They don't want him to get an injury or anything. So, he's probably going to be playing until, like, week three, probably the preseason, which I think he has to play at least one preseason game. I think we all have to agree with that because if he doesn't play one game, then that rust is going to be into effect when, he, when the regular season starts. Right. And then the people are going to be like, oh, why is he starting off this bad and poorly? Well, because he didn't play preseason games. He's just resting. So either going to play week two or week three. I think he should play week three at best. I don't know about week two, but week three he should play at least like a half so he could be ready for the season and everything. Week four, you know, no one plays in week four. It's just like almost like you try to make the team or whatever for those players, the undrafted players and anything that they make the cut. But it's just minor stuff for the Giants. Uh, I think they should have a solid preseason. Just stay healthy because you don't want injuries to happen like yesterday and the other games that happened before. Oh, yeah, dude. What's, what, is there any status on Sherman? Uh, well, he got injured? Uh, yeah. That, that, yeah what? That, um, you didn't know that? No, I did not know that. I know somebody else got injured for the Broncos, though. No, no. Somebody on the Giants. Uh, 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 oh, no. Shepard. 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 Not Sherman. Oh, I was going to say, like, what? I didn't no, know no, this. No, 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 no. Shepard. Shepard. Oh, uh, Shepard. Uh, I don't know. I know he's not playing this preseason game, but I, he's fine right now. I think he's just trying to rest him up so he's ready for maybe the next preseason game or the next, or even the regular season in general. You know, that's why you got to be careful with this because people get injured in training camp and preseason. And it's like, and it's all these injuries happening. Like, but it's like a hundred percent chance you're gonna get injured in the NFL. But it's never, it's never dudes who you can't. Re- it's never, it's never a dude who can be replaced. And no, it's always the stars. Yeah, it's always like some some major piece in your offense or in your defense or like it's always some somebody who you really was was counting on to do a great job, who gets hurt during the freaking preseason. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's I crazy. don't know what that is. So they talk about a curse. 
I, I it think it's just bum dude like the AT so, dude down the line. So much physical movement, and you have so much weight, and somebody tackles you and stuff. That weight goes on to them. Like, like that's why you gotta get. That's why for quarterbacks, you gotta be strong because if you're not strong and you get like hit, you get injured easily. That's why guys like Andrew Luck, Russell Wilson, Eli Manning, mm-hmm. so, and some extent maybe Ben Roethlisberger. You know he does get injured, but the other three they don't really get injured as much. You no know, Luck's trying to cover back because he took all that hit like in the first three years. Yeah, Luck's beginning his And Russell Wilson yeah. took a lot of his last season yeah, another too. another one with a ton of punishment. And you got to watch out with him and Cam Newton as well. And Cam Newton gets hit more worse than everybody. He gets hit in the head. Yeah. He gets like, he's he's like a concussion risk. Yeah. And, and, and he still, care. and he still played through that stuff. But it's just like, it's crazy. That's why you got to be really in shape for that. And you also got to be like tough to take those hits. Because no one wants to get hit on the blind side. That's the worst thing you can do as a quarterback. You yeah, throw you the ball, coming, and then you go like that. Yeah, you, just, yeah, you like, get folded up. That's crazy. And it hurts for like a good two, five seconds, like a stinger. And then you go back up. But, yeah, it's it's like the worst. It gets the air out of you and stuff. Yeah, you don't play the same way. God forbid you wake up, uh, like, you see them, like, when they're dizzy. Yeah. Like, stumbling around, trying to figure out which way is up. And if you're a receiver and you try to catch the ball, somebody comes at you out of nowhere, too. That's and why it's always it, important yeah. for quarterbacks to throw their receivers in good situations. Because you don't want to throw them in a bad situation where they catch it and then they get hit, like, hard. And then they're, like, down for a little while. You got to be careful with that stuff. And that's why you're seeing a lot of knee injuries now. Because people are saying, now you can't attack head up. You got to attack lower. And that's bad for the for the that's, taller yeah, players. Like, yeah, Rokowski, for instance. Or Roethlisberger. <laughs> yeah. Or Cam. The, yeah, Cam too. That's why I'm like, football, it, it, it's interesting because Mark Cuban before for the Dallas Mavericks said that football is going to be going down and means going to be going up because all these stars coming from international, these players are, are getting better and better every single year. <clears throat> and to some extent, I believe that because you're seeing now the, the tests coming out, the CTE, and now players wanting to have health insurance for for, for the stuff that they did, did uh, the football seasons and all that. Sense. And I agree with that. But, yeah, it's, it's interesting where football is going to be at right now. This, this is going to be a season where people got to be careful on or actually just observe on what's going to happen because if there's so many injuries like they were last season, and it's worse than, I don't know what, people are not going to play football probably. Well, they don't play. I won't be watching. Oh, my God. Are you won't you, be in the same boat. Oh, my God. Look, 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 look. Not going to happen, bro. You, you got to watch a game, okay? You watch one game at least. I'm just not gonna put it on in my house. Okay, okay. So if I so if I invite you to a game, you come watch. If you invite me over and it's a if you invite me to your place and the game is on, I'm not gonna tell you to turn it off. However, if you invite me over strictly to watch the game, yeah. I'm probably not gonna come. Oh. <laughs> I'm probably not gonna come. I'll show up at the end or something. We'll, oh my we'll god! That, but I'm probably not gonna come. I'm not giving any love and support to the NFL right now. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. You're not going to watch this football season then. Because I don't think Kaepernick's going to come back anytime soon. I mean, I make points that he may come back because the quarterback's stinking preseason. But it doesn't look like you're going to come. The fact that they're not in talks with him right now. Yeah. After one prese- after one round of preseason, from everything that I've heard from everybody about the quarterback stinking, the fact that he's not being, like, people aren't knocking down his door right now offering him 10 to $15 million to get back on the field. Is my point in general like that's my entire point that should be happening? Now the fact that the, the the owners would rather lose games than stand by a man who's bringing attention to unjustified murder. I don't know how you can do that. I don't know how anyone can side with that. That seems that even sounds 
so ridiculous. No part of that sounds correct. But everybody seems to be okay with it. And I, I just can't do that. What if I told you that there were like possibly only five teams that could sign him? Wouldn't care. Jets. Maybe the Patriots. Maybe. Now, it should have been the Dolphins, but, you know, they got Cutler. So, it doesn't make a difference. But I, I, but I understand why they picked Cutler because he, he, he played under Adam Gase. So, they, they come familiar with the system. So, you want somebody to be familiar with the system and, you know, just play moving forward and everything. Yeah, but I you get don't want to win. You just, you must not want to win. He's a terrible option if you want to win. It's a terrible option if you're trying out bad pieces. But, yes, in a good situation, he could probably be decent at least. I'm not saying great, but decent. So could Cap. And he could be better than decent. Well, he, he had 16 touchdowns, four interceptions last season. Yeah, so And he had on the bad be team. Way better than decent on a, on a, on a, I think on a decent team, Cap can make you good. I think on a bad team, he can try and make you decent. I think on a horrible team, you'll just be bad. You could be, you could go to Cleveland if they, if they just call them up. Because they have a quarterback. He could go a bunch of places. The fact that they haven't done it yet is the problem. The Raiders is another option. He could go there, too. Seattle could have been the perfect option, but they didn't yeah, do it. Yeah, backing up Russell Westbrook? I Russell mean, uh, Russell, Russell, Russell Wilson. Jesus. <laughs> Westbrook. I got the NBA on the brain. <laughs> Russell Wilson, yeah. Backing up Mr. Wilson? Yeah, that would have been awesome. And who gets hit a lot, too. So it's like, yeah, I don't know, man. It, it doesn't look good, but we'll see what happens. Hopefully he gets signed with a team. If he doesn't, then, you know. You'll you get... see what happens. I'll be watching something else. So you get breaking news like Colin Kaepernick just signs with a team. Right back in it. Th- I'm right back in it. I'll be right back with him. What would be your first Twitter uh, response to that? We went back on, on the team or something. I'd salute whichever owner of whatever team uh, hired him. Yeah. I'd salute him for his bravery. I'd salute him and the coaching staff for being brave and actually having the testicular fortitude to sign a man who really does not deserve to be blackballed in the NBA, in the NFL. That'd probably be my first tweet. Congratulations, salute and respect to such and such and such, owner of the such and such and such and such, for, for manning up standing and standing up for the right thing. Then after that, I'll, I'll go into whatever else. <laughs> Oh my god! I can't wait when he signs with the team. I just want to see your response. It'll be funny if he signs it after we just talked about this. Just I don't know where I get like breaking news on my phone. It says Colin Kaepernick signed with the team. That'll be hilarious. So going from NFL to the NBA season, do you know that yesterday was like probably one of the best days of my life? Wow! Because so much for the bad luck haircut. No, well, well, besides the bad luck haircut, I'm just saying like just looking at the schedule of the NBA season. And now that's starting earlier than expected because it usually starts like in twenty something during Halloween week, this and that. Now it's starting on the seventeenth, and then which means preseason games are going to be shorter, or which means preseason games going to be starting September possibly, but or our training camp and all that. But this is just an interesting schedule that they released because you see all the marquee matchups right on the opening week from the seventeenth to like basically the 20 and all that and possibly the weekend games or whatever and then also good thing for nba fans like I mean, you get to watch nba league pass for like free week because they always do that thing after mm-hmm. the stars you get to watch mm-hmm. all those games i don't really watch all the games because i usually have nba tv so usually they give like those fan night games or the games that they usually give nba tv right. just to watch it um but yeah like the first game is gonna be uh, this is what i didn't like about the whole tuesday thing though for at least for this particular season they have opening with boston and Cleveland, and I'm like, I think it should be the other way around. I think it should be the Warriors and Rockets first, 
and then the the boss I mean Boston Cleveland second. I don't know why that's the first matchup. Now, I get it because it's the West because Coast. we are talking about the number one and number two seeds as far as the East. And, but it's also because it's the West Coast, I understand. They start 730 yeah, on the other side. Just, yeah, so, I didn't even think about the time difference. Time-wise, you can't do that. Yeah, I guess. I get it. But, yeah, Boston and Cleveland. It's going to be interesting if Irving's still on the team. Boston with, with Gordon Haywood and all that stuff. They're going to be playing well in the first game. It was going to be uh, an adjustment period where they're going to be struggling with him in the lineup and also Jason Taylor and those guys that they're playing with. That comes down to coaching. Yeah, for Boston, that's there's, there's good coaching. You got Brad Stevens. If you, can make, if you can make the adjustments work, you should have no issue. I, I still have Cleveland winning that game. I'm saying it right now. Even if, even, if, even if Boston somehow plays well in the preseason and everything. Kyrie's I still have, not there. I got, I got you got Boston? I think LeBron will find a way to win that game. Uh, I don't think he can overcome all that by himself. He did, he kind of did before. I think he's gonna get a triple double and still I lose. Think, I don't think I don't think they'll win. I think he'll do great. I notice when LeBron is losing, his numbers get padded. It makes it look like he's going extra hard. I know, which he may very well be, but he also he's being doing sneaky. It. Yeah, because then other because dumb media people be like, oh, well, he had a triple double and he does in that. He's doing it at the expense of the rest of his team. Yeah, so then people be like, oh, he had a triple double, so he stepped up. No one else did. But if you look at exactly. the game, most of it was just garbage time where he's just climbing up points and stats and all right. that stuff. He just took an extra couple of shots to get the double digits, grabbed a couple of rebounds to get the double digits, passed the ball. Yeah. To get the double digits, and then we're done. And then now there's the Warriors and Rockets. Now, you know, that's going to be the interesting magic because the Warriors going to get their rings. Durant's going to get his rings the first time after winning the title and everything. Uh, Rockets got Chris Paul. Maybe we'll get Melo. We'll see. There's interesting trade talks now about Melo. Still, it's hard for me to believe that Durant, Westbrook, and Harden were all on the same team and they couldn't make it. It's a 30 for 30 right there in the making. Cannot believe. Especially if they all end their careers with rings. Yeah. If Westbrook gets a ring, Harden gets a ring. <clears throat> and you think about them getting all those rings together, like what they could have had had they stuck it out and developed the same way. That well, I need Baca did. too. Baca was part yeah, of that no, core. Just, but just in, like we're yeah. talking about three of the best, three dudes who separated. In the year they separated, they each went on to do groundbreaking things in that year that they were all separate. Like. Okay, Harden left and didn't really turn up too much. He started getting busy, but didn't really turn up too much. But then, the year that uh, the year that um, KD leaves and goes to the Warriors, all of a sudden it's a breakout season for all three of them. Like all three of them at the same time, just become West Coast contenders. Uh, superstars, you know what I mean? Yeah. Super scoring threats. Westbrook sets a record for the, for averaging a triple-double, which hasn't been seen since the days of, what, Oscar Robinson? Mm-hmm. Harden double-doubles out. Like, oh, he's got a triple-double, too. Yeah, 30s, 40-point games, 50-point games, like, just starts wilding out. And KD goes on to win a chip and get it and, um, and be the, uh, the playoff MVP. Like, that's insane. And they all did that in one year. The, that one year that they were all completely separated and all completely on a different team, all of a sudden everybody goes nuts. 
and they all and it was all because of money crazy. because yeah. of money because they didn't think they the cap would go hard. up they didn't think the cap would be going up either at the time now that then I think about it right now they're like man we wish we kept Harden right because it would have been a different story then look at him he's balling out yeah he's, he's balling Westbrook's out. balling out, out. but it's always like that when you're with a core group and then you separate somebody else you're gonna be Doing more shots, more opportunities, and everything. It's just how, you know, the stats go up. The wins may be, you know, around 40, 50 wins or whatever. But, you know, you're not going to win the championship because you don't have all the pieces around you. But you do your best. And Durant had a situation where he went to the Warriors. And now they're going to face the Rockets. And I expect them to win that game. Um, it'll probably be, like, a close game probably all the way to the third quarter. And then it'll just blow them out. Yeah, and then yeah, they'll do what they always do. Chris Paul and then this and that. You know, the whole gelling with Harden is going to be interesting to see how they gel together. If Melo is there at the time, we'll see. If he isn't, then, you know, it's going to be a struggle for them. But uh, then you also have Philadelphia and Washington Wednesday on that same that week. Be, that's a good game. Yeah, a young group yeah, against yeah, yeah. a team that made to almost the Eastern Conference Finals but lost in semifinals with John Wall missing like John Wall. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for that. And then... Versus this up-and-coming Philly team. Yeah, okay. that should be fun. And then you also have... I think... Also, for the 76ers game, I think the Wizards are probably going to win at home. I think because Sixers are a young group, they're going to make it competitive, but then they're winning uh, the Wizards in the end. So that should be fun. Then you have Minnesota and San Antonio. Which is San interesting because you got Jimmy Butler now the Timberwolves. Yeah, but San Antonio is going to take that. I don't know. I mean, they they kind of lost a few pieces. I know Kawhi Leonard is going to be coming back healthy. I just don't think they're young enough to compete with the with the Timberwolves. I think Carl Anthony Towns is going to be better this year. Wiggins is definitely going to take a step up. With the addition of Butler, they're going to be a better team. Um, the bench has gotten better. So I think Timberwolves have a chance to actually win in San Antonio. I could see mm-hmm. that. Um... Now you got Thursday night, which the Knicks open up their season on TNT. It's going to be the Knicks in Oklahoma City. You got Westbrook and Paul George teaming up for the first time. Then we see Melo still there or not. If not, it's going to be Porzingis and, and the young group and everything. Going how do you Oklahoma. say Frank's name? Frank Nilakita, I believe. That's Nick, how he's pronounced Nick, it. Nick Latina? Nick Nikakita. Nikakita, is that it? I think I that's it. I got to. I'm just going Frank for now. We're yeah, gonna see. Gonna we gonna see Frank play against Westbrook, which is gonna be insane. Cause you know, I don't. He's gonna. I don't even know if you can stop him at all. And you got Paul George, and uh, you know that Thunder group is gonna be relentless because Westbrook's still there, and you got George now. And Melo was still on the team. I don't think he can handle George. No, I don't think so either. I not, think George, just not defensively. Yeah. Uh, but I want to see Porzingis play. I want to see how he he elevate his game. Because yeah. in the Africa game, he he looked like he he's gotten bigger. He's gotten more. Uh, Definitely seems to be a little more muscle. Yeah, but that kind of scared me when he fell down really hard in that game. Well, when he trying to block a shot and he fell down, that was kind of creepy. Like, he, like if you're playing that type of game, just don't go too hard. Like right. it's, it's an exhibition game. I know you want you want to compete and have fun and and play well. Just don't go too hard. He had an alley-oop shot that went in, and then he had the, the crossover and made a, a smooth jump shot. It looked like he's been practicing that a lot. Um, he's dribbling better than before, so I expect him to probably ball handle a little more this year, most likely, because he's getting comfortable ball handling, especially at 7'3", which is ridiculous. Um, then you also have that same night, the Clippers and Los Angeles Lakers. You're going to see Lonzo Ball go up against the Clippers on TNT with that young group. Who's going to run the point for the Clippers now? It's Patrick Beverly. <laughs> yeah, I know. I have to step back a lot. Word. Now, nah, he's a good defender. 
Scrappy defender, but not a good guy who can set up people. What about um, Blake Griffin? That do more of the setting up. Is he still there? I uh, still there, yeah. And Jordan still yeah. there. Yeah. So all they lost was their main. Yeah. Wow. And a couple of pieces. They lost JJ Redick. They lost um. They Redick now. Since the 76 is for 23 million dollars a year. Yeah, I know it's a lot of money. Um, but yeah. Spot up shooter. I want to see Lonzo Ball. I want to see what he can do on a national stage. You know, it's a, a couple a games. Team. I get a good team with a young core. Um, yeah, Doc's got his work cut out. Yeah, and he's a, he's a smart guy. Like, he's just a guy who could be a game changer for the Lakers for the future. True. Because if he plays the way he's supposed to be playing, he's going to average, like, I don't expect him to have a triple-double the first game. I think he's going to like, 10 and 6 or something like that. And just, like, not shoot as much. I think he wants to pass more. Mm-hmm. So you're going to see a lot of Ben Ingram getting shots, Julius Randle getting shots, even Brooke Lopez now that they traded for from the Nets. I mean, he's on the Lakers now. Yeah, he's on the Lakers. Holy crap! So, so now they're gonna. I think they're gonna be. They're gonna be competing for the AFC this season. Yep. I don't think they're gonna be like yep. a seven or sixteen, but they gotta compete, competing for the no, AFC. I'm with you. I agree. So I, agree. I don't know how it's gonna be. It's gonna be tough though. But I want. I think he might win Rookie of the Year ball. Like, it, I don't think it could be Mark. I mean, it could be false from the Seventy Sixers too. Mm-hmm. But Simmons is gonna be mostly playing point guard, so I can see Ball being that conversation being Rookie of the Year. And Jason Terry from the Celtics, who's actually balled out in um, Summer League. And I don't know how he's going to do with the Celtics because they have now Goran Haywood. So I don't know if he's going to even get a start, come off the bench. I hope Frank gets some <coughs> contention. I hope he plays well enough to get some. I, I, well, he's a team player. So yeah. I could see him get his assists up. The scoring, not as much. I think he's going to be working on it more this season and, of course, into next season. But he's going to be the guy who wants to set up for Porzingis and the other people. And also Tim Hardaway Jr., who's – Apparently, Dane Wade gave him compliments saying he's gotten better than before. So, we're going to see that happen. I saw him on the incline when he was in Atlanta. Yeah. He definitely was way more consistent with his shot. Yeah. He stepped up in big moments. Really his, defense. his defense got better. Yeah, he's just got to get better. So, is he part of that young it's core? Not, it's not great. He's not a lockdown defender by any means. No. But he's, but he's becoming much more of a two-way player than he was when he was here. That's so, good because Porzingis yeah, could right. kick out to him for a three, or if he's on the pick and roll and pick with Porzingis and everything, like it'll be it'll be good options, mm-hmm. you know. And then Frank, hopefully he plays well in his first year. I hope they don't trade him. I know they want we want Irving, but that's not realistic. I think Irving's saying that. Well, actually, they're saying that the Suns are the front runners at landing Irving. You don't want to go to Phoenix. I know, makes that no would sense. Be stupid. If you went from you go from Cleveland to oh. a team that's just a step above Cleveland, that could be the third team though. For the for the, for the for the Knicks to get the, to get uh him here, no. But or you can do a four team trade, which you involve Cleveland, the Suns, the Rockets, and the Knicks, and then you do all that. We have the Cleveland go Eric Bledsoe, then you have Irving go to the Knicks, you have Melo go to the Rockets, and you do vice versa. Ryan Anderson go to like the Cleveland Cavaliers or something like that. Like I could see that happening. Now I don't know if they will do a four team trade like that, but that's the way you will land Irving. Got to get it done. That's the only way you land Irving like that. And if you and, and the Knicks land Irving with Porzingis and Haraway and they don't trade Frank, I could see that team going up. I'd like to see Frank come <clears> off the bench <throat> to start. Or you could start with shooting guard and put Haraway at small four and you trade Courtney Lee. Uh, Courtney's not going anywhere. Nobody's going to pick that up. That's not a decent contract. I mean, it's decent. I mean, it's like he's making like $12 million. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. <clears throat> but if you have Haraway at small forward, you have. Frank at Frank is like six five, six six, and he's only he's only gonna grow. He's like eighteen years old. He might be six seven for all we know. At point guard, or whatever. Yeah, that'd be a 
Or shooting guard. And he could be a combo guard, basically. You handle both. You just said he's got to get his shots up, though. Yeah. So, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But it'll be interesting, though. I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait to see that. But, and also, then the next game, well, we talked about the Lakers, but on Friday, you got Golden State and the Pelicans. They always do They always do this thing, like, every opening weekend. It's always Golden State and Pelicans. I don't know why. But it'll be interesting to see Cousins and Davis and see if they have their chemistry down. Uh, they might be the only team that can actually could beat the Warriors because of their size. Let's see, I think they're slow, but they got the size to, to, to actually they punish can, the Warriors. Can, yeah, they can they'd be unstoppable in the paint. Yeah. Because so. you don't want Durant or Green. I mean, Green can ha- handle, but he's not tall enough. But he can handle them. But yeah, He can't do anything to Boogie. Yeah. He can't do anything to Boogie. He or can't Durant can't do anything to, to Boogie either. Yeah, like and Durant can't do anything to either one of them. They're both his size and stronger. That's why they got to be running a lot in that game. Yeah. Because they know that they're big guys, but they can't You just got to run them up and down the court. Yeah. Run them ragged. Just run them around. The way Golden State moves the ball, though. Yeah. It's a wrap. And, getting, and then we're going to get better. I mean, right. that first year they won it, but they're going to get better. That chemistry, I think, has gotten better than before. Curry's going to be playing especially better. Especially since KD gave up all that money to keep the team together. Yeah. I know they love him now. Like, that's some real team unity-looking stuff. Yeah. So for him to do that and everybody to see it happen, and it, all, everybody on the team has to <laughs> feel like KD has their back. Like, and that's the kind of gelling and unity that you need. When KD says, "Listen, I'll take less money. Keep the team together. Yeah, give give Lance whatever he needs. Give Iguodala whatever he needs. Make sure Green gets whatever. Like whoever was about to walk, keep them all here. Let's get at least two more rings, and then we can start talking about whatever. But please, let's just leave it where it is. I like that. That's that's that shows that you really want. And he's making. I mean, it doesn't hurt that he's getting like what three hundred million from Nike." Yeah, and also making twenty five million for the Warriors, and then you have Curry making like forty million, yeah. and and I guess it makes sense because Curry was underpaid for like most of those years, and, yeah, they're, and just, they're just giving him what he's due. And he, they're doing to him what Pat Riley should have <coughs> did for Wade in in that last season. Yeah, like he took all these pay cuts. You were supposed to make it right and get him a good deal, not not some penny penny Andy deal. But I get it. He didn't want to give him a Kobe Bryant deal, where it's like he he's gonna he stink. Earned it, though. He, he earned it. Rings. He, 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 he did earn it. He brought you players and he got you rings. But it's a business. That's just the way. That's just but how my, it is. My thing is, you're not getting past Golden State anyway. You're not getting past the Warriors. You're not getting past Cleveland as is anyway. So why not? You know, everybody is playing for third place at this point. That's and, true. Unless we see what happens with third or fourth place. Unless we see what happens with Cleveland and how good the uh, the Rockets the Spurs are. Are the Rockets right? But I don't think any of them are gonna hang with. The Warriors. The Warriors no. in seven games. They're on another level. So if, if you're all playing for second place, second and third place, why not just give Wade what, what you know he earned from you? Because I, I told you before, like Kobe, the Kobe deal, I think, influenced Pat Riley to say, I'm not signing a guy who's not going to be the same in two or three years, who's going to stink, who's probably going to get injured most of the time. Like, Wade doesn't play a full season anymore. He takes breaks now. Yeah. So it's like I'm not gonna. I mean, the most likely, like, what I could see the season happening is that the Bulls buy him out, and then the Heat retain him, and he comes goes back to Miami, and then maybe he retires there. I don't know. Um, he's like thirty. He's about to be thirty six. Um, he's getting older. He's not. I mean, he's good, but he's not that guy you can start with anymore. I think he's a guy who can just come off the bench, give you like points. Um, Wade, like you know, he's always been a good, efficient scorer. So he wasn't a guy who like shot threes, even though he's shooting more threes now than before, because he has right. to, because everybody else is shooting threes now. 
So it's it's, it's going to be interesting to see what where Way is going to end up. And is he going to be in Miami? Is he going to be in the Bulls? Is he going to be in Cleveland coming off the bench for LeBron? Or is he just going to be, I guess, staying with the Bulls for like the year and see what happens? He was smart opting in. So maybe just play it out and see what happens. Go play with your boy again. Play LeBron? I'm telling you, I think LeBron, Wade, CP3, and Melo are all making moves to play together. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. It's just a matter of where. It's just a matter of where they're going to land. And they got to go someplace that's big market with money to spend. Los Angeles. The the Lakers. Play with ball. The Knicks. I think they're going to play with ball. LeBron's going to go L.A. He's going to go play with Ball. I mean, I can see them making him the shooting guard. Put ball? Yeah. No, I, think ball, I think Ball's playing point. Not if all four of them show up. That's what then I'm Paul saying. Will play the, the, the Paul will play Chris too. Chris Paul plays the, plays the point. They got to understand that. They all go to the Lakers. This is still Ball's team. Because he's the guy. He's no, the future. Not. But he's the future. He's the yeah, guy that, that leads the it, team. He, he gets... He gets his name put on the team later. He he falls back. He can't he can't have. I don't think Lakers want to do that though. I don't think they want him to fall back. I think I mean, they want him to be then, the guy. Then you, then you don't. Magic. It's automatically not his team. First of all, if LeBron shows up, it's not your team anymore. That just needs to be established off the. Road. I don't know. I can now see, need to take a backseat and learn from the best dude on the court. You I can see LeBron take a step back. I can see I LeBron say this is ball. Happen. This is ball's team. I'm not want to be the guy anymore. I want to be the guy who you know, like like basically what Wade did with Butler last season. Like you know, mentor him, make him a better player. Like even when Wade was with the Bulls and Ronald, they said this is Butler's team. You know, they stay, stay straight up. They're the like this is Butler's is, team. The difference is Wade came to the Bulls, and everyone pretty much knew he was on his way out. Like he's in the he's in the back nine of his career. LeBron, people aren't saying that yet. They know he's getting older, but he's not playing like it. So I just don't see that happening. We'll see. But uh, I was interested to see though that all of them just team up together to go to LA and if they say they all say ball it's just ball's team, we'll see. I, I think it'll be a good experience for him to have that. But then it'd be like one of those super teams again. But the thing is, I don't understand why everyone wants to go to the West. No one wants to go in the East. Like that's what, they just want to make their their road tougher. Or they just want to beat the Warriors, knowing that they get to the finals to just beat anybody up in the East. Right. Well, that and the weather. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. When you go to LA, it's different from than being in New York. Yeah, you go out west for the weather and the, and feels and the vibe. freedom. Yeah, in, it's in California. Vibe. Yeah. Uh, you got the Christmas schedule though. It's interesting. Seventy uh, Sixers and the Knicks, the first game. So you guys see Porzingis in the process, race off. Then you have Porzingis versus the process. Yeah, that's what it is. Porzingis against the off the process. That's hilarious. It'll be interesting because he he's got a, a, a fluent three point shot. I've been looking out on Instagram. Looks smooth. So I want to see him do that in the regular season games. Um, then you got Cleveland and Golden State. I don't know if Irving's still gonna be there. We don't know yet because I'm like, if there's no Irving, like it's gonna be a blowout. Most likely, <laughs> like literally a blowout. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, and uh, then you have Boston and Washington. Interesting game. These guys, don't, those teams, don't like each other. They might see each other again in the playoffs again, mm-hmm. even though they're higher seed, whatever. And then you have uh, Rockets and Oklahoma City. That should be a good Paul game. George and Westbrook against Harden and Chris Paul. That should be fun. And maybe Melo. Maybe. Then you got Timberwolves and Lakers. 
so they're playing again on Christmas. See if Lonzo Ball, the young squad against the young squad, Timberwolves. That should be fun. So these are good games for the NBA season. And I want to see in the next couple of weeks, or maybe even next week, if we're going to find out the regular season for the whole, you know, all the teams in the, in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I want to see the Knicks, their schedule. I know they open up against Oklahoma City. But what are they gonna do after that? Are they gonna be playing on the road a lot? Are they gonna be starting? At, are they gonna play on the home after the Oklahoma City game? So, because I remember last year before Halloween, they were playing um, at home after they lost to Cleveland, because everybody went crazy about it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the Knicks, the, their projection of wins this season is around thirty-five, according to the Las Vegas books. Um, I mean, I, it could be accurate because Melo may not be there. Yeah. Or it may be just the talent that they have that they might be just missing the playoffs against this year by slight to, rate. If they get to 40 games, if they win a good 40. I don't know. Wait, it's not actually 35. It's 32 or 33, I believe. Uh, if they get to 40, I'll consider it over. Well, they said that if you have 35 wins, you're in the playoffs of the AFC. That's how bad the East is. That's terrible. So that Knicks are like, Thinking like maybe they should be better than thirty two. They went forty, they're probably in. Yeah. Easily. Forty one, forty one, you're you're probably gonna be seven seed or something. Six seed. Six. Yeah. If 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 thirty five, thirty two games. Thirty you have to be thirty five yeah, you'd be thirty five forty seven to be the AFC. Dude. Forty <laughs> games. Yeah, it should be enough. Yeah, they like the six seed. So we're gonna see a friend because they said it because of point guard issues and they don't know what percentage is gonna be and so the, you know. Come on, Frank. Come on, Frank. <laughs> Prove all that that was wrong, man. Word. You have the potential. You just need to play. Let's get it, Frank. Like, he hasn't done anything wrong yet. We haven't even gotten there. Just come on, Frank. Give us something. Baby. Tommy, he's gonna be. A, I think he's gonna be a great defender. It's just really about his offense now. Can he be? Can he be a consistent scorer where he gives you like twenty points and like ten assists? We're gonna find out. Yeah. Well. That's going to do it for today, guys. We talked about the NFL and his boycotting situation. I still don't believe it until I see it. So maybe if you tweet out saying I'm not watching games, I don't know what everybody's tweeting about. I'll believe you from there. Okay, keep an eye out. And the schedules, you know, we saw the NBA national schedule, but hopefully the other teams come out as well. We'll talk about the Knicks and their situation with Melo possibly going to the Rockets as they engage in talks again. Maybe the four teams could be the Suns, Cleveland, Rockets, and the Knicks. See that type of situation. To the homie here, and let's make that trade happen. Hopefully, I mean, if that happens, that'd be crazy stuff. Let's get it. Yep. So you can follow me at Morning Tank. You can follow Mr. Meg here at M R M E C C Instagram and Twitter. Follow the slash for the underscore three sixty Twitter account and the Facebook page, and you can follow or listen to all the latest episodes of our show on SoundCloud. See you next week.